You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio with guest number 549 for Monday, April 27th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. That's OutMotoring.com. And a one, and a two, and a here we go. Hey, everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio. Radio, radio, radio. We're talking about Mini Coopers and stuff like that for you on a Monday night, like we like to do. Uh, joining us this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson, MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. I am here. Todd's buried currently um, in Mac changeover cloud software install hell, so he might be a little bit on the quiet time tonight. Quite <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, looking at three twenty-seven inch displays right now. By the way, no, I hate rich people. Suck it. <laughs> what this is from the guy who this year has bought a new mini, a new bicycle, an arrow kit, and paint it. You need to shut up with that. I hate rich people. <laughs> I hate rich people. And I've got and I, I only have one thirty-inch monitor. I mean, I feel kind of ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've only bought one motorcycle this month. And that's our good friend Nathaniel Salzman. You guys remember him, right? He's over there at salzmoto.com doing some really cool, awesome things. Nathaniel, say good evening. Howdy, howdy. And then, of course, joined, as always, Alexander. Alexandri's here. Alex, say hi. Hey, guys. How you doing? No, no clever Star Wars thing this time, Alex? Nothing? No, I, um, no Star Wars, no uh, Volkswagen talk. I'm going to refrain myself this week. Uh, we're going to talk more about that later. Alex is actually becoming hated on the Volkswagen boards now, so we're definitely <laughs> um, So, yeah, but we've got all kinds of fun things. We've got news from MotoringFile.com tonight. Nathaniel got to spend a week with the F56, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so he's got, like, brand-new fresh eyes on the on the F56 Mini, which will be a lot of fun to talk about. Um, Alex wants to talk about Top Gear news because he can't help himself. Yeah, we have to. We have. No? We really do. And then um, and some uh, whatever else we come up with, uh, including, you know, Todd's update on his Mac progress or something. <laughs> Plus, he's getting Google. I'm really jealous you're getting the Goog. I, it's uh, it's nice. They uh, they ran the fiber to the house, and the box is on the side of the house, and everything's all in there. And there's, like, some fancy plugs, and it's it's ready to go. I'm, I'm waiting any day now. Nice. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm so you're excited. so fancy. I know. And you'll be able to get rid of Time Warner. So I, is your voice going to sound different, like, you know, sweet, you know, baby Jesus talking through the yes. the wire or something? Yes. It's going to be amazing. very well may sound just like this. <laughs> He's doing the Dark Lord's work over that's there. An, that's an emulation of Google Fiber, of course. Yeah. Todd's voice is coming in on glass. When Todd comes in on glass, it's silky smooth, baby. <laughs> I know. I had glass once before. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the fiber, you because that's glass cables, right? And it's pretty dang awesome. So that's awesome that you're getting that. I'm really jealous. It's very cool because there's guys in the neighborhood, and um, like every day they're at a new block, and there's like a little folding table set up, and they're sitting there with the fiber, and they're shooting lights through it, and checking everything, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty funny. It was really. I remember to be a nerd for just one second, and then we'll get started. I swear, is um, when I had fiber installed the house when I was living in California. The guys actually tested it with a flashlight. So yeah. one of them standing on my roof with a flashlight into the glass cable and the other one's at the it's at the switch and he's a, and he's just like oh, they're on walkie talkie so yep light's coming through and I was like whoa the dude just got like a regular old flashlight just going and I had to go like a mile and a half I thought that was cool it's very cool amazing I'm so easy pretty cool stuff Anyway, um, we should probably get started. We don't need to talk about nerd stuff. We did that last week. Uh, for those of you who didn't stick around to the end of the show, uh, in the live show, you should have listened to the whole show. Uh, we actually let Alex talk about Star Wars for about 15 minutes. So it was a lot of fun. 
That was the bon- <laughs> that was the bonus footage at the end. Bonus footage, exactly. It was after the show. I enjoyed that. That was really cool. It was cool. It was really cool. Was Thanks right. again, guys. Yeah. Um, but that's all we have to get started. Let's go and get this party started. Let's remind you guys first by reminding you about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Let's start tonight with our friends over at, oh, you know what? Let's do Motoring Stripes to get, to get us started. MotoringStripes.com. That's so you don't have to wait for Todd to come to you. You don't have to go find Todd. You can just punch up MotoringStripes.com and get some of Todd's stripes. And he will mail them to you in like a really nice box wrapper thing. And then you put them on your car. Done and done. You can get the Countryman bumper strip. We don't have the white roof radio sunroof delete kit yet. It is. Yeah, I, I have been buried under uh, a dozen minis this week. And, and three 27-inch monitors. Apparently. Yeah, now it's just a matter of time of pulling the trigger. So, so there you go. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, any regular sunroof graphics as well, stripes. Easy to install. You can do it right there yourself in your own driveway, and they look really, really nice. You can get that all over at motoringstripes.com. And are we still running the, the, uh, yes. the discount code? And if you placed your order soon, uh, use the coupon code of 5050-5050, and you will save 5% on the order. Very, very cool. So click over to Motoring Stripes. Pick some stripes that you want for your car or sunroof graphic or the bootstrap for your countryman. And use the coupon code of 5050, save 5%, courtesy uh, your friends over at the motoring, motoringstripes.com, because, you know, blank is boring. Love it. So, if you please. Ooh. Nathaniel, you can imagine the news music playing, right? He's heard it before. I have heard it before. (laughs) For those of you who might be new, Nathaniel used to be a regular on the show. um, But then he got busy with scooters and work and scooters and motorcycles and scooters and motorcycles and and work. And so he hasn't been able to be on the show for a while. And it's super nice that you were able to join us. It's very It's so glad to be back. You know, I I came in many moons ago uh, to replace Gabe Bridger from Motoring File when he got too busy with work. And I... Yeah, I had a, a little regular gig on the show, and it was super fun. And then I ended up on the same account as Gabe at work, and all of a sudden, I didn't have any time either. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, so one of Nathaniel's fine sites is, of course, Scooter File, in case you haven't, you haven't followed along. It's like a motoring file and bimmer file, but for scooters, Hell yeah. motorcycle stuff. It's really cool. I'm, like, scrolling through. And if you're interested in uh, Honda Ruckus, there's a video about resurrecting Honda Ruckuses. Is it mm-hmm. Ruckus? Ruck, Ruck I think it's Ruckeye. Is it? I think it's- <laughs> so if you are interested in like uh, scooters and motorcycles and things like that, check out scooterfile.com. And if you're really interested about like maker stuff and more really like awesome, hardcore, nerdalicious motorcycle stuff, just go over to Sal's Moto. Trust me on that one. Thank you, sir. Done and done. But let's start off motoringfile.com. Um, and we actually <clears throat> have our friend Gert Hurldebrand introduced a new concept because for those of you who didn't know, Gert, he was one of the original, not one of the original designers of the original new Mini, but he helped with the R56 and he has basically introduced a new car for Quora. Is it Quora? Is that the name Quoros. of it? Quoros. 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 Or Quoros. I don't know how you pronounce it's a, it. It's a Chinese, German, German Chinese company. Yes. It's actually, it's actually Chinese completely. He's designed so. something I think is very aggressive. It is. It's like a, a and other automotive uh, uh, websites, review sites have talked about this and said the similarities similarities there are to the Mini. I think it looks like an Evoke and a Countryman <laughs> Made had it. like an illegitimate child. Yeah, yeah, in in a in a radioactive so. Yes, and there was like and they were related, you know? They were like brother and sister. You know, <laughs> but I would drive that car. 
It's not I, bad. You notice the little touches. Look, I think that car looks badass. It's, I wouldn't. Well, no. Alex, that's because you're a hater. <laughs> oh, that's it. Right away, I'm a hater. Alex no, doesn't like anything larger than, you know, a, a two series. Right. <laughs> one thing that I find amusing is that, one thing I find amusing is that, um, and I pointed this out in the in the comment section, is that he's been designing mostly SUVs since, um, since you know, uh, even even after, even by the end of his years at me, you know, the Countryman, the, the Paceman, yeah. uh, oh. the Crows 3, and now this one. Yeah. So it's like he's only be doing SUVs. That's kind of uh, surprising. Oh, yeah. I think that's where the trend in automotive design currently is going because he also did the twins, the coupe and the roadster. Mm-hmm. I was reading on other on the internet this week also about this, and um, a lot of I, I don't follow Chorus that closely because we don't get that car in the states, and I think you can only really get it in China. But um, from what I understand, is they Chorus is. Essentially, the Toyota of China. It's a brand new company, I believe. I don't yeah, think it's. They, a... they make boring cars. Well, you know, that's they're I, trying it, to do. They're trying to as a car company that it would be Cora, from what I understand. I think they're trying to compete with the higher end. You know. Oh yeah. But I don't think there is any Chinese company that doesn't make a bore that um, doesn't make an interesting car. They are all boring, right? Or I mean, it's I have nothing against you know automotive in China, but this is this is like a reality. Yeah, or they're making copies of other cars. Well, in general, you've you've got to spend money to make something interesting, and if you're you know, you've got a, a growing economy, you got a, a culture that's changing really rapidly. People have more money than they used to, but it's not necessarily still that much money. You know, you think about Hyundai over the years and how their cars used to be really simple, really basic, really ugly. And then, you know, as they got more established and more successful and a better reputation, they're making a whole lineup of mostly really good looking cars now. Uh, cars that look like BMWs did five years ago. You know, they're just sort of like trailing along in that uh, in that design area. And so like, I, I could see, you know, inside of China and those automakers as they mature, they'll probably do the same thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, fairly possible. And, and and one thing that few people know is that um, it's actually very very expensive to get a car in China because there are tons of taxes, even for uh, for uh, uh, local made cars. And so um, it makes sense, you know, for those brands to expand into um, the SUV segment because people who can't afford like the BMWs and the Mercedes and all that stuff are looking for those kind of cars. So uh, you know, they they they're gonna sell a ton of them. That's for sure. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, we have a new app available for Mini Connected. You know, it's kind of a slow news week when um, we're talking about apps for Mini Connected. But still, <laughs> what is this Life 360 app? It's, it's, I don't know. It's is like it every point? other app that's tried to. It's it's like, um, uh, what are the apps that I don't use that tell people where you are? Oh, uh, Foursquare. It's, Foursquare. Like Foursquare. it's like Foursquare. It's like Gowalla used to be, I think. Um, which where the hell did that go? I, yeah, I, I dude, I don't know. I have to blow dust off my internet dictionary. Hold on, let me go. Don't you isn't, though? Uh, isn't Goala? That's a it, smoothie brand. Right? It, <laughs> it, <laughs> they were bought by Facebook, um, and then it went nowhere. Smoothie brand now? Yeah, so, no. Oh, okay. So anyway, this is another one of the apps. Um, you know that, and I, I'm sure it works it, brilliantly with Mini Connected. Now I just scratch my head and and wonder why they partner with. Like, does it makes you ask the question? Does the tech end of Mini know who their customers really are? 
Like, yeah. do you do, do you know anybody who, uh, you know, would post from their car where they are? Oh, hey, I'm doing this. Like, do you ever see in any of your social media feeds posts from anybody that say they're from Mini Connected? No, no, no I don't I, either. I used to like when it was new and somebody had it, and it was like, hey, I'm texting from my car, from my from Mini Connected or whatever, right? So I see like one or two. I haven't seen one in years. And, and the problem also with this is that this is this is now on the path. I mean, you know, maybe it was already apparent before, but this is on a path to failure, right? Because uh, like developers just don't have the time to dedicate uh, resources to another platform. Now you have like a phone, you have a tablet, you have a watch, uh, you know, and then you have Android on the side. Uh, you just, you know, people are just not gonna dedicate time to this. And and then there is CarPlay and uh, Android Auto. So it's you know I mean it's it's already it's you know it's uh it's it's almost like the basement it's well and it's <laughs> it's still here but not not for so long I think I know and we've often said that too the apps that work with Mini Connected like hey you can update your Facebook status from Mini Connected and we're all scratching our head going who the hell's gonna do that right from your car yeah. right yeah, three three people fewer than no one <laughs> exactly I mean that's it and. Uh, in Mini Connected's defense, there are some great Mini Connected apps. However, like Spotify and um, Stitcher works really good with Mini Connected, Absolutely. or Deezer now, whatever they're calling it. Um, Amazon Music works with Mini Connected now. I didn't know that. That's really cool. TuneIn Radio, which is okay. Audible works with Mini Connected. Of course, Glimpse, which is one of our favorites. The GoPro app works with Mini Connected. I hear that's brilliant. Yep. I mean, ooh, I so, should try that. I, mean, I there's think a it's- lot of. There's a lot yeah. of great stuff going on. Yeah, there. I think it's just a matter of like they should stick with what what they know people are using and and what how people are going to use their cars, right? Because a lot yeah. of people in the mini enthusiast community put GoPro cameras on their cars. What a great app to build yeah. into it and and compatibility with Mini Connected. And you can control the camera, uh, you know, from that. What what a great idea for that. Uh, Spotify and um, you know all the radio apps and Stitcher. Those are right. things that people actually use. You get in your car, you want to hear music, you want to hear podcasts. Those are uh, brilliant ways to do it. In fact, you can hear White Roof Radio on Stitcher. It's a great way if you have Mini Connected. And and, and if you're in a mini club and you're not using Glimpse, you are missing the boat on like the Fall of the Leader thing, for it, real. It is pretty cool. It is very yeah, cool. It's and, awesome. And it works really great with Mini Connected. We actually talked to uh, the guys from Glimpse about Glimpse and Mini Connected back in Wolfcast number 526. I'll be sure to link that up in the show notes. Ooh, good pull. Yeah. Go me. Just had that number ready to go. Had it ready. Awesome. I look. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think that when many when many connected came along, I, I do think there was a very strong imperative around trying to figure out ways to reduce distracted driving. So I think a lot of the post to Facebook, post to Twitter kind of stuff was do it this way through right. an yeah. interface where you can still kind of see the road as and opposed like, to having your phone in hand. But I'm like, don't do it at all. There. Yeah, don't do it at all. You're driving. Make driving Honestly. your fo- make driving your focus. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get there, post all you want. Post your pictures from your phone. Do whatever when you're stopped. But all the things you know from your car, it's like, ugh. and then half of the stuff doesn't work while you're moving. It's like, oh no, no you have to be yeah. stopped for this to happen, and the emergency brake has to be on. You're like, okay, then right. why is it part of this? Because if I'm stopped and my emergency brake's on, and I'm not like at a drive-in theater or having lunch in my <laughs> yeah. car, which is ne- what's the or point? Steaming, or steaming up your windows? Yeah, like like, mm-hmm. how often do you just sit in your car? 
Yeah. So, yeah. can I ask a question of the of the of the panel here? How much longer until we just don't can't even be bothered until there's a checkbox in the configurator that says um, Mini Connected or Apple Car Player? I I don't. I still recommend it because you get Bluetooth audio capability, streaming Bluetooth audio. Yeah. But it does seem like it's a shaft. It's like a screw job that they're making you get. Um, you know the the connected and the navigation app where other car companies don't do that and i mean i hate to bring it up again but that gti i drove in uh, in vegas it was very easy to hook up to my iphone and my music streamed from it it had bluetooth audio that was connected with it and the phone connected like in no time right yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's a standard option but so db your question is do we think at some point, like, uh, when do we do we think uh, CarPlay or anything like this would be in the configurator? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to stick maybe with Mini Connected and that whole Mini thing, right? But then there's going to be a certain subset of customers and probably a large subset of customers, especially iOS users, that they're going to want CarPlay. You think they're just going to say, well, here, everybody gets CarPlay even if you have an Android phone. Or do you think they would just make it like a checkbox on the configurator? It's like, which do you want? Do you want Mini Connected or do you want CarPlay? Does it have to be an either or? Well, it might have to be. I mean, you can't force all of your users to switch to Apple T- to Apple devices if they're well, no. on the screen. Well, sure, but I mean, like, why why couldn't you have an Android enabled connected and then also run CarPlay separately from that as a, as a menu option? Like, now you're just blowing everybody's minds. Now my mind's. Blowing. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh my God, that's just like a lot. I'm. Uh, I don't know. That would be. The perfect world, obviously. Yeah, Mini connected would now be, oh, you have an Android device? Sure, we've got you covered with the Bluetooth and the cable. Oh, exactly. sure, you've got an iOS device? Don't worry, we're fully app, we're fully CarPlay integrated as well. So you can just go and just do all your things with your iOS device. I like yeah. it. And can so, I just say, well, though, that 90% of the people on the road shouldn't even be changing the radio station while they're driving. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> honestly, Todd, like, you know, I, I do not text and drive. You know, I, I mess with my phone at stoplights only. Like, I'm... Ever since I started riding around on two wheels, I start. I really appreciated the safety aspect of that. And I take it really, uh, really seriously. The one time in recent memory that I've come very close to uh, hitting somebody, like I actually ran a stop sign without meaning to, was changing the volume on my radio. Dude, See? really? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I looked down for like just a second. I was coming through an intersection here in Chicago that it's like several stop signs. And then there's like two blocks where there's not a stop sign. And I thought I was a block further than I was. So I was just cruising and looked down for just that split second to actually just turn the volume up and cruise through that stop sign. Almost hit a lady in a Subaru. Yeah, this was, I mean, like a year and a half ago. Still. But yeah, it it can happen to any of us. I mean, uh, all it takes is that one second. You're not looking through and it's like all of a sudden, holy crap, there's a car in front of me. Pay attention, people. There's somebody, you know, pushing a, you know, shopping cart full of canned soup that I might crash into. Well, everybody thinks they can do it. Nobody can. I can't do it. I, I just can't. I mean, I use the Craven Speed FlexPod adapter so that I can reach up and without and without taking my eyes off the road, swipe a song away, you know? But I, yes. I can't read a, I can't read a, um, a text message while I drive. Oh, God, no. Uh-uh. And, I use, and I use Google Maps because she tells me where to go, so I don't have to even look at the maps. It's awesome. Anyway. So I got a question for, uh, I don't know if any of you have seen uh, CarPlay in action, but uh, so 
what happens, right, when it's in a car, like, uh, because CarPlay doesn't have access to any of the functionality of the car. So, for instance, if you have, I don't know, like damper control on, on the touchscreen of a car right now, uh, and you have CarPlay at the same time, like, how, how does it work? Like, do you guys know how does it work? From what I understand, CarPlay is, for lack of a better term, Apple TV for the car. Okay. Right? So it's like you can broadcast what's on your phone to the car. And so the car, the screen on the car becomes the interface to your iOS device. So what you're saying is that you can change the source just like on a TV right. and then you can have access to the car's functionalities. Well, I would I would think. Okay. I'm not really sure. I need to check that. We need to look into that. Mm-hmm. I understand it's basically Apple TV for a car, except it mirrors, like it mirrors your iOS device that you have in the car. Which you can now do on Apple TV. Which you can now do on Apple TV, exactly. So you just, it just mirrors and all those apps become available within that system. Which, okay. enough, isn't even an Apple system, it's a BlackBerry system, which I think is always kind of funny. Anyway, um, so we'll have to research that. We'll get back to you guys. And meanwhile, while we're waiting for that, Mini has designed a surfboard. Okay. Dude. All right. Of, next, next of, in the news. Dude. Of, the that, of the things that Minnie is wasting cycles on. <laughs> so what was it, a couple okay. weeks ago, it was a couple weeks ago. It was those goggles, right? The Google goggles. Um, so the scooter, the scooter in uh, the, the smaller thing. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, I well, they put that scooter on the market. And, exactly. But now it's a surfboard and the goggles. I don't know. I think it's I think it's less that they're doing like more development stuff. Although the goggles is is weird. Like the surfboard, I think is just the, the, uh, the media department over at Mini does everything to talk about right now. And so I like it. Here we go. We we need a thing to talk about because there's a whole huge and actually really cool catalog of Mini lifestyle stuff. Yeah. You know, apparel and accessories and this and that. There's no reason there couldn't be a surfboard in there. There's a bicycle in there already. For crap's sake. So full bicycles actually. Yeah, a folding bicycle and a regular bicycle. Yeah, the folding one's cool. Folding one. I want that in like electrified, but standing up, and maybe I, I like the rims would be no. See, no, it's the electric <laughs> scooter. That's what I want. Electric <laughs> scooter, mini. Get on that. I know. We keep <laughs> we keep you built. You built one. Give me that one, or make another one. There you go, and make and give you that one. Get right on. That. No interest in the in the surfboard though, Nathaniel. You know, I've never surfed. I, I hear it's super fun, but well, you spo- I, from what I understand, you can do it on the lake. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, I, in the dead of winter. Well, <laughs> well that, that's when it's windy and wavy, right? And uh, no, yeah. Um, meanwhile, boy, we've got new surfboards and you know goggles and a ninety-two thousand car recall for airbag faults. So hey, um, I'm I'm raising my hand because I'm included in that. I, I'm not sure if I'm included. I'm gonna have to call and have my. No, room. it's a. It's it was only the R53s, R50, R53s, and it was late oh, 2005 and 2006, I believe. Because the first thing I saw was that it, that it included some 2008, 2000, really? 2008 to 2011 car, 2000. I don't remember, but it's only R50 and R53. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. You know, that's really funny because it would have been nice because I wonder if Roxy would have been covered under that this time around. Uh, no, because it was a two, cause a lot of people were complaining. They're like, oh, my 2003's got that. And it's like, nope, not covered. Not covered. Because your, your old cars, that's actually not a problem with the airbag sensor. I don't, 
We don't with, care if your airbag doesn't go off. Your car's 13 years problem, old. It's a problem with the seat or it's a problem with your wiring harness. They, and they said, and this one, I think it's a different situation, is what the recall actually said was um, in an accident, the mat you know, may not detect the airbag, and so it may or may not go off. And um, they said no serious injuries have been reported, you know, only right. minor you know, incidents have been reported of this, but it was a, Hey, it is the mat. And it, it sounds, I mean, it's not rocket science. It sounds to me like the same thing you had DB. Right. Um, that it's, it's because I had, uh, had Jerry pull my code on that at one point. He said, yeah, you need to replace your seat. And what sucks is that I know mine works and I know that because a lot of times, you know, there's, there's rarely anybody riding in the passenger seat of my GP. And a lot of times I'll set something over there that weighs more than, you know, 30 or 40 pounds. I mean, like I'll buy a big roll of vinyl and uh-huh. I'll put it in the seat and I'll, you know, strap it in. And yeah. And I, until I strap it in, it war it gives me the uh, seatbelt warning. It goes off and it'll keep dinging. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay, I need to put the seatbelt on, which is, you know, safer anyway. I don't want something flying through my windshield, but I know mine's working. So the question is, is if I get the recall, are, am I going to have to take my car in and they're going to replace a perfectly functioning, you know, piece. Yeah, I don't think I'd worry about it in your particular case. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know it's a recall, and if you take your car in, they have to do it if, you know, if, right. you, if your car's in for service for whatever it is, they're going to do it automatically. That's what a recall is. That's what they do. So, Right. So um, uh, if you think you might be affected, watch for some kind of notification in your mailbox here in the coming days uh, or week or so. And if I you don't believe the and, and you think you might be affected, uh, go to your local mini dealer and they'll run your VIN and see if you're covered. I believe they said that recall notices would start going out May 1st, which is next week. So so there you go. So give that some time. Don't get all crazy or anything yelling at people. Just wait. And if you don't hear back in like a week or so, like I said, week, two weeks, hit up your uh, mini dealer and say, hey, run my VIN and see if I'm covered. And they'll tell you. There's like a VIN range probably. But that's crazy. This is the second airbag recall type recall for the R50, R53 if I remember correctly, because there was an actual recall for, recall for my car. Yes, there was. Yeah. Except that I wasn't qualified because I had more than 100,000 miles. They extended the warranty on that particular issue to 100,000 miles. Right. And I had and I'd gone past it. So, um, yeah, interesting. Very, very interesting. But that's since been corrected. If you have an R56, you don't have to worry about it because they've replaced it with the correct detection mat sensor that's more reliable. So one they've always used in the UK and the EU. So that's that. Finally, <clears throat> finally, there is one other mm-hmm. thing I wanted to talk about tonight. And I need to find where I put the link is. And I thought this was really interesting. I saw this come up on Bimmerfile, oddly enough, um, is that BMW is breaking new ground on a new uh, port in Galveston, Texas. I thought that was really cool, a new VDC in Texas. So that'll make three VDCs total in the United States. So how do car arrives to there through the, like the, through the Gulf. Gulf of Mexico yeah there's a port oh, there. okay, okay. So, there's a very active okay. port on Galveston he's so, from France we'll give him a geography uh, uh, pass on this one <laughs> uh, usually you should it's for you guys like you, you don't <laughs> I know I know you <laughs> so Alex, Alex what has to happen now is cars that are going to the central part of the United States either get dropped off in the east coast and trucked across or they're on a boat all the way down through the Panama Canal up the west coast Dropped off in Central California and then trucked across, and it's much more expensive if you're in Can. If let's say you're in Kansas or Chicago or Denver, for example, your car's getting trucked, you know, two three days from one of the coasts to get here. 
Now, if it comes into Galveston, it's more going to be like a day and a half, and right. it's going to be a cost savings uh, for shipping. But are they going to are they going to give those savings to us? Are they going to pass them along? No, it's still going to be the same charge for every and everybody pays the same fee for for delivery on your car. Yeah, and you know I don't appreciate having to pay for delivery to you cars people going to the central part of the United States. Well, I, I say, hey, if it makes many more profitable, great. Let's make the company more profitable so they can bring us fun cars like the Rocketman and... Uh, or more cool stuff like the JCW super- Challenge car and the F56 OMG. And the Super Legera. Oh, the Super Legera. Yes. 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 It's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> uh, don't be a hater. <laughs> I'm not a hater. He's, he's just a real... He's a pragmatist. A lesson. <laughs> he's a pragmatist. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I thought the that French, I thought the that, Frenchmen get a geography lesson. It's I thought that was I thought that was cool that they're putting a new PC in. I mean, that's not something that happens all the time. So, yeah, and and you know, we were talking about this a little bit pre-show. Galveston's kind of a cool little place. Oh yeah, um, it's a good place to visit. It's uh, kind of a nice uh, little quiet resort town. It's got a. It does not have a very good beach. But it's it's like a it's like a great it's not a spring break destination t- is that what you're saying no it's it's like a great beach town for people who don't like the beach ah okay <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean that's what well, no that, it means so there's the there's like a, and the smells and the sound yeah, like you want to ride the ferry you want to rent a bicycle and ride along the seawall like it's great for that gonna, like go sit on a chair in the sand and put your toes in the water. Right, right. Or in this case, the sort of—it's not as much sand as it is a a fine gravel. Ah, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a beach town for people who don't like the beach. I like that. That's a really good description. Which I mean, frankly, I'm not really that into the beach. Yeah, but it's nice to go there. Yeah, and if anybody finds himself in the area, there's a very cool uh, air museum where they restore World War II aircraft to flying condition and then fly them around. It's pretty badass. Very, very cool. So there you go. Go to Galveston. Wait till they open the BMW thing. Maybe they'll give you a tour. Yeah. Oh. oh man, I wonder if it's still going on. When I was a kid, they did a radio-controlled airplane version of the Reno Air Races in Galveston. That's yeah. pretty cool. Really? That's pretty it was cool. badass. You know, now it's, they probably do it with drones. So. Oh yeah, probably. With drones. Well, well, I mean, same same <laughs> idea. They actually probably have cameras on board now. Yes. Exactly. But yeah, like these guys in like f- fully built race mode, like they're porting and polishing their own motors and stuff, and they're flying they're flying these planes line of sight uh, at 200 miles an hour, uh, planes that had probably a six foot wingspan, so not very big. Flying them around pylons it was awesome. Go to Galveston, and they were all. I'm going to Galveston now. And the rules were: in order to race, your plane had to be a scale replica. Of a plane that has actually raced at Reno. Oh, see, I like that. That's nerdalicious right there. Yeah, and they had it classed. Like, all the T6s were flying together just like they do at Reno. Like, the classes were the same, too. I would go. So, I would totally go go to something like that. Yeah, I need to look that up. I don't know if it's still going on. But when I went as a teenager and an airplane nerd, it, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. All right. Something to keep in mind. Galveston for the win. And there's our show title. <laughs> Uh, so into the news from motoringfile.com. Before we move on to the content portion of this evening's show, what I'd like to do first is uh, let's remind you guys about our friends over at OutMotoring. OutMotoring.com, Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. You guys know the deal. Go over there. It doesn't matter what Mini you've got. You can get something for your car. Uh, not to mention, it's summertime, springtime. It's time to have your car look good. Time to wash the 
you know, winter and early spring muck and grime from it. Time to get it looking sharp, ready for the cars and coffee and ready for the, you know, the car shows that you're going to go to. Go over to motoring.com. Full line of car care products. Uh, all the griots, griots. How do we determine that we say it? Griots. Grios, uh, all the full line of Grios car care products for you at outmotoring.com. Not to mention uh, uh, tools to fix your car, all the OEM parts that you need to make those repairs, and all the cool bits that you want for the interior, for the exterior, and uh, you know the hats and the shirts and the shoes uh, for your own person to jazz yourself up when you're out at Cars and Coffee and you want to represent with the mini brand. You want logos all over. You get all that stuff over outmotoring.com. Don't forget too. This is the best part. Just make sure you sign up for the Outmotoring newsletter. Morning.com newsletter. When you do, you get an email like uh, well, once a month. And with that email, you get your own 5% discount coupon, which is super awesome. Then when you put in an order, you use that coupon code and it's like, I just saved 5% on my order because I just got, it cost me my email address. I think that's a pretty good deal. All of that over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance speed and Quicksilver exhaust F56S. Uh-huh. What do you know about that? It's our friends over at Outmotoring.com. Hmm. I don't know if I'd want a Quicksilver exhaust, but I like the Quicksilver exhaust. It's Probably pretty cool. Some... It's a good exhaust. Yeah. Nice. It just sounds good. Quicksilver. Yeah, the Quicksilver on the R53 was a great exhaust set, but it looked kind of like something from a Porsche. It had the single had the single uh, port on the R53. Ooh. Single oval port like off of a like a correct. Off a Boxster. Or yeah. Boxster, yeah, yeah, it was like that. Anyway, outmotoring.com. Go over there and check them out. Um, now we move on to the content portion of our show. And I wanted to, before we actually started with that, uh, I want to say safe travels to all of our friends going to the Dragon. Is that this week or is that, did that already happen? I don't remember. That's going on this week. We're, that you, oh, we're in Dragon Week? Yes, this is. Okay, not, so I hope, well, I, hope nobody this, pushed, I hope nobody rolled off the side of a mountain or ended up shiny side down uh, at the Dragon. hope everybody had a great time. That's why we're not having Chad last week, this week, or next week. Uh, because of the dragon. So I hope you guys had a great time. Uh, one of these years, we'll have to... Or that you're having a good time on the way while you're listening to this. Yeah, you might be listening live now, but I don't think so. No, no, no. The people are leaving on uh, the 27th, 28th, you know, around then. So, oh, it's next, yeah, and show, okay, right. right. I have to do show, date, math. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I was right. Safe travels to all of our friends going to the dragon next week. Um, I hope you guys have a great time. It should be an awesome event. It's always an awesome event, and uh, it really bums me out that I haven't been able to make it down there. One of these years... I swear I'm going to show up and you guys are going to say, holy crap, DB's here. Just saying. Um, so have fun with that. And that's why we're not seeing Chad this week, next week, or the week after. Um, Anviv's coming up. We're 35 days out. So if you haven't booked your room in Anviv, you're going to have to go someplace other than the um, the, Silverton. The, the, the Silverton. Um, there is, I have found out recently, the, a, a very fine motor hotel. Across the street from the Silverton, <laughs> behind the Travel America, and um, from from the looks on Google Maps and the signs on the door, uh, they have PBR specials on a pretty regular basis. Wow! I think there's a pool. Maybe that's that's people soup right there, man. <laughs> that's not a pool. <laughs> that's trucker. That's trucker soup right there. <laughs> ah, gross. <laughs> But it looks like it could be a very fine, very fine accommodations. I can't imagine it being terribly expensive. I didn't catch a name, but if you pull it up on Google, there is a motel behind the Travel America across Blue Diamond Highway from the Silverton. Totally walking distance to the Silverton. I mean, if that's what you get, that's what you get. 
And and the 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 nice young man and his mother who run the place are very charming. <laughs> yes, from what I understand. Just go to Bellagio. Anyway, yeah, um, so that's happening very soon. We're all really excited for Ambiv. I hope uh, most of you guys are going. You know, a lot of our friends are going to be there. It's going to be a great time there as well. Uh, this is the fun time of the year. Mini Cooper event season. We love it a lot. And I, I bet a bunch of people are also going Minis in the Mountains. That's coming up. That's coming up. That's the end of the summer. End of summer? I yeah. it was midsummer. That's uh, end of the summer. All right. And then I'm also excited uh, here in Arizona. We're running to Jerome, which is always a fun event. Third annual mini Jerome run, um, which I'm looking forward to as well. But enough about me because <laughs> nobody cares. Nathaniel, however, people care about Nathaniel. You drove the F-56 this week. Yeah, I've had the F-56 for a week, and I'm going to have it up into next week because uh, uh, Mr. Bridger had the four-door mini. Right. The four door, the four door hard top that just came out, and then he's got, uh, I believe he's got a four series Grand Coupe this week. So I, I and he had a a Tesla P eighty five D before that. So everybody feels sorry for Gabe. Uh, but yeah, while while he's been messing around with these other cars, he he offered to let me uh, play around in the F fifty six, which was great because I had not actually driven this car previous to uh, getting it from Gabe. So that was that was um, be my first question: is if, if this was your first chance in the F fifty six? This was yeah, not just my first time in in this particular company car, but my first time driving this new generation of Mini, and it it has been probably about three months since I was in a Mini, and that Mini was my R53, and uh, that was the day I sold it. Right. So it, I, I have been a little disconnected from, uh, from Mini in that regard, but coming into the F56 fresh like that, I think, was kind of terrific because... You know, I, I didn't have, or I had that 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 last sort of taste of mini was in the R fifty three. You know, with the the fifteen percent pulley and all of that jazz. You know, very visceral car. Um, to then step into, okay, here's the new one. What's going on here? Um, what what has mini got? And so yeah, that's been a very interesting experience so far. Uh, obviously, the the company car is a, an F fifty six S. Uh, with the wrong wheels and all the interior farkle and uh it's it's really interesting i mean when i i first got in it the first thing i noticed was just you know gabe had of course specced it for everything which we would which we would expect and that's great because then we get to play with everything um but there is there is so much more information being presented to you in that car than in previous generations and at first i was kind of like wow that's there's a lot going on. I got I got new modes. I got new touch points. I got the switches over there now, and just lots to take in, lots to uh, lots to figure out, and lots to see. Like, oh wait, what are you trying to tell me? And and this and that. And uh, so that was sort of the the first uh, the first impression of the car. I was like, wow, this thing is kind of fussy. Like, there's just okay. so so much going on. But then you know. Uh, several days into it like i i get it now and i actually really like uh the touch points in this car i I really like a lot of their choices uh there are there's one thing in particular uh, in terms of the interior uh that 
I, especially as like a UX professional, I look at this and I'm like, what were you guys thinking? <laughs> okay, tell me what. Like, like what? So, so first of all, just as a mini guy, I'm annoyed that they have flip flopped the on the steering wheel the controls for the cruise control and the stereo. I agree. I I don't understand that. It's been that way for 12 years, and now it's all exactly opposite. Right. I I don't get that. So is it? But that is just not only. Okay, not only that, let me just add to it. Not only do they flip-flop right to left, but you realize that um, for 12 years, you used to change the volume on your uh, um, on the stereo with mm-hmm. by pressing up and down. Now it's right yes. and left. It's so not, a, not only under the wrong thumb, it's the wrong direction. Because when you think about turning the volume up, you usually push up, not to the right. Correct? Right, so Todd, you've, you've taken my point before it, I even got there. And that's, driven that's it home and spanked it and put it to bed. <laughs> exactly. It's like, why on earth is right volume up? That Be- makes absolutely yeah. no sense. But you know why? And, DB will tell us why. Because it's, well, it's engineered by Germans who it, eat their... By people who eat their sandwich with a knife and fork. Yep, that's right. it. And it's... But it, the... So volume should be up and down. We talk about up volume. We talk about down volume. As if that weren't bad enough... Now you have next track and previous track are up and down. Right. And it doesn't actually go anywhere. It just gives you the option to go. And until you hit the select button in the middle, nothing happens. Yeah. It's very strange. (laughs) I don't know. It's It's too complicated. It's one of those things like somebody, like that got screwed up on purpose. Somebody somebody (laughs) looked at that. He goes, I'm going to screw with these people now. I think I I really think that volume up should be on the right. What do you think, Bill? Like, no, it was not Bill. It was friends. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you think, Helmut? (laughs) Well, yes, I agree with Bjorn. Like, it's it's just it was actively changed. It makes no sense. What the hell? But so anyway, I have come to genuinely love the interior I, but i've had to relearn so many things from from my car obviously had my car for many years yeah. have a lot of muscle memory there the uh the ingress and egress out of the car is different yes it's i i wouldn't say that it's worse but it's different yes i agree uh i it has taken me quite some time to get used to how to get in and out of the car uh comfortably so that that was that was definitely an adjustment uh but the the thing that just has dominated my experience with the F56 in just the best possible way is the the experience with the engine. Yeah. The motor in that car is ridiculously good. Yes. Oh, I just love it so much. It is making just so much torque. Mm-hmm. Like un, unfathomable, unrealistic amounts of torque for kind of what I feel like that car should be. And it just as the more I drive it, the more it just drives home that point where, you know, it's not about zero to 60 times. It's not about overall horsepower. It's not even about outright torque numbers. It's how does the car deliver the power that it has? And the way the F56 delivers power is just the some of the most fun I have ever had in a car. Just just giving it the gas. Like it just comes on with so much assertiveness and there's so much there. And it's, you know, I, I come from driving, driving a Ridgeline around all the time these <laughs> days, which, which I love that vehicle, especially for what I use it for. But to go from that to the back to the lightweight, 
you know, peppiness of the mini. Um, but just yeah, it's such a such a torque monster. And I'm I'm even finding um, in in city traffic if I go in sport mode, when I, where I have that extra uh, I have that extra torque and it's just nice and and punchy. I can do a what I can only think of describing as a motorcycle style stop sign uh, stop. So on on a motorcycle. You come up to a stop sign, and the the ploy is if there's nothing coming, you come to that complete stop for just the instant it takes you to get completely stopped, and then you get going again before you fall over. Right, right. So that you don't have to put your feet down. So that's that's the the motorcycle stop and go. I can do that in the F fifty six without touching the clutch. Mm, okay. I can come to just that breath of a shock or just that breath of a stop give it a very little gentle amount of of throttle and off it goes again no bucking no complaining from the motor like it it is so torquey you have to get you have to come to a complete stop and like hang out before the engine is like oh hang on now i need a little man you gotta put some clutch in it Mm. it's just incredible so i'm i'm loving it and i went into it really neutral like not really even expecting to to like it and, and feeling like it was really fussy and it has won me over excellent excellent yeah it's kind of had that uh, same effect uh, on all of us as well i believe i i so do like I it a couple of questions for nathaniel um, yeah. about the uh you know the XTL design like your overall opinion on it and also uh i don't know if gabe has the uh the uh you know the keyless entry, and if if he does, like you know, how do you think it works? Like, what sure. is your opinion of it? So, as far as the exterior design on the F fifty six goes, I am I'm very positive on it. There are, you know, we've we have to acknowledge the fact that uh, the car is not as handsome from every angle as it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I and I'm not meaning that as a euphemism. I mean. That simply like it's it's not as handsome as it used to be all all over the place. It is not, however, an ugly car. I really don't think that about it. I think that it looks better in some colors versus others. I think that there are uh, design choices that I definitely would have made differently. Um, I would not be surprised if we didn't see some minor tweaks to the front end um, in a mid cycle mid cycle refresh, but in the dark color, like we've got, I think it actually looks really nice. The, the grill you get on the Cooper looks even better. So I, I do not mm-hmm. think it's an unattractive car. It is not as handsome as it used to be, which is unfortunate. It looks but better. I would mo- still be it, very proud to drive it if it was mine. And I'd, I'd say this is what's tough is cause we're used to looking at pictures on the internet and we're looking at, you know, whatever photos of the car, static photos of the car. This car looks better moving, and I think we discussed this on many takes estates. And mm, yeah. when, when I see this car yeah. in motion, uh, you don't see the large rear taillights. You don't pay attention to the the front bumper, which is the the biggest complaint from most people design wise sure. of the car. I think it oh, looks man. better in motion, which is weird because then you see all the promos, and you're like, yeah, that, that's a pretty good like the latest mini commercial. Have you guys seen that? Um, it's really actually a good commercial. Okay. I haven't seen it, no. And, and you're right, Todd, uh, because I, I mean, and, and, you know, I'm kind of joining both of you on one point in regards to the grill. Uh, I, I think, you know, like the, it's very the, the last, the last, you know, bottom of the grill of, of the air in, the air duct 
for the S, that's really you know bothering most people, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I was texting DB and Todd this week because there is you know uh, an F56 you know regular Cooper parked on my street that I uh, come across every morning when I go to work, and this car sits on 18 uh, 18 you know chrome, the same wheels that you. Uh, that we had of uh, that we had on mini Texas Ace, mm-hmm. and this car looks really really nice, and and I think uh, uh, we read online or we've heard you know from from mini USA or from other folks that uh, Enders Warming actually and the, the mini design team like put a lot of effort. I'm not I didn't I'm not saying that they didn't put any effort on the F on the S, but most of the uh, the original focus and the original design was obviously for the Cooper. And uh, and I think uh, the chief designer of Mini is actually driving a, a standard Cooper as opposed to an S. Uh, and so I, I think this car looks way better than the the S, and by a large extent. I'm not. I completely no, I, agree. I, I, I I kind of you know get get used to the uh, to the front end you know bet- after MTTFs because we spend so much time with the car and then you you appreciate it more. But the more I look at it, the the less the less I like it. And it's you know it's a, you have to do a strong effort to to like that that very you know bottom part. But you're right, Nathaniel. They're probably gonna adjust it uh, for the LCI. I'd be really surprised if they didn't. It's it's interesting. Like I I didn't hear you guys previously talk about the car in motion, but I I have to agree a hundred percent. We had uh, we had Ken, a local guy here in the uh, mini club and acquaintance of, or you know buddy of of me and and Gabe. I think most of you guys have met Ken over yes. the years. Mm-hmm. Ken Ken was my uh, stunt driver uh, for a little while last week because I pulled out my uh, DJI Inspire One. <laughs> and took some aerial shots of the company car. And uh, one of the things we did was um, from, oh, maybe 15 feet in the air, uh, he came up to a stop sign and then you know stopped and then continued forward. And I was basically in the intersection with the Inspire. And as he basically like drove away into the sunset and... That little that little shot that little pass look the car looks fantastic yeah because you know, it's moving it so that's, that's such a great observation I never would have picked up on that yep yeah so remind I'm sorry Alex remind me what your second question was uh, it was about the uh, keyless entry I don't oh, know the if keyless entry he does it does have the um, it does have comfort access this this new version of comfort access and it it works the same in in the sense that. You just get in the car and you you push the the starter paddle and and off it goes. Um, I have not for the life of me, and I also haven't looked in the manual or done any research on this, so this is just me trying it cold. Have not been able to figure out how to get the car to let me in without pulling the fob out and hitting unlock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly where Alex was going with this. Is like you literally, exactly. you literally yeah, have to hump. I figured the door. that's where you were headed. You have to hump yeah. the door with your hand. <laughs> uh, because Make it, love to the car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, I've pulled. I have actually taken the fob out and like tried to put it in proximity to the to the handle. No, there's a like button. And, there's a there's a black button on the handle. I mean, there's a. Uh, not on this one. Like so, I I remember how it worked on on the Roadster on the old company car. There was a little black button that you would push that would let you into the car, and it was fantastic. If, like if I, there's I, if there's no black button on the uh, on the door handle, you do not have comfort access. Okay, but but like, I, okay, yeah, he doesn't have it. Uh, okay, that would actually make sense. So I, you're I doing it the only way you can. I'm sorry. Okay, I was equating comfort <laughs> access with. Just not having to put the key into something, but I guess that's standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. This Sounds... is 
this so is this is why this is why Alex <laughs> is doing my job at motoring file now. Exactly <laughs> no, no. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I was so expecting you to tell us like, yeah, this thing doesn't work at all because you know we had an argument with uh, Gabe about it a couple a couple of shows ago, and um, he said he would check this, but I, I guess maybe he ordered it like originally, and with the mix up in the in the in the year change, maybe that option went away. Uh, based on what he selected for the two, 2014 model, so that's that's unfortunate. So uh, we had several things yeah. that did not come through correctly on the company car. Like I know Gabe hates the wheels that are on it, for for example. Uh, they're pretty but, horrible, 16 inch wheels. Yeah, they're yep. they're not attractive, and they don't do that car any favors in terms of how it handles. Which I mean, it handles it handles great. It's very docile with those with yeah. that wheel and tire combination, which yeah. is unfortunate. Thanks, sir. That's how we know it's been an app. Well, that was interesting. Yes. Uh, that's annoying. Sorry, guys. No, that's right. So, Nathaniel, overall, uh, you think you like this car? I mean, if this, I mean, if things were different, I li- and you, yeah, I, I like it a lot. If I was in the, if I needed a commuter car again, like I would go be, I'd be looking at a Cooper, you know, first thing, and it would, I would have to find something really, really unpleasant about it. Um, in order for me to not just go ahead and buy it, even the sport suspension on the F fifty six is is comfortable. Like it's the sport suspension on the on this is more comfortable than the R fifty. Like I, I guess I had sport suspension on the R fifty three too. Now that I think about it, but like, it was fifty three though. It was, it was rough and beach up. It was R fifty six on the R fifty six. They kind of toned it down a little bit, or they they made some tuning changes to the chassis to make it ride more compliant. Yeah, but with the F fifty six, it's almost like. It's like a Cadillac until you drive it. It's like holy crap. Yeah, I I feel like I'm still getting lots of great road feedback, but it's not beating the crap out of me the whole time I'm going down the road. Exactly, I would. It's agree. a nice balance. Yeah, Todd, do you still have the uh, loner F56, or did you get to turn that back in because your GP's done? No, I I uh, I have my car, so yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Well, Nathaniel, thanks for sharing that with us. That was really right. Oh, I'm glad I could. I'm gonna. I haven't written anything up yet from motoring file. I am. I'm going to attempt to to do a uh, a Chris Harris style video for it. We've got some footage. We'll see if I can get enough to pull something together. Oh, that'll be awesome! Cool. I can't wait to see that. That'll be really cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. All right, cool. Um, and for those of you who are curious about what the goings on in Top Girl World, Top Gear is officially dead um, because just this just happened today, last Thursday, as we were talking. Um, producer Andy Wilman actually quit. And uh, James May said, yeah, I'm out too. Well, he didn't renew his contract. Neither did Richard Hammond anyway either. And that was a while back. But uh, Andy Woolman actually quit today. So there will be no Top Gear the way we knew it uh, next time they do Top Gear. But I did hear, and Alex, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I did hear that there, the BBC is planning on releasing the last bit of Top Gear from this past season that was done and in the can. They are planning on releasing that sometime maybe at the summertime. Yes, I've heard this, heard this as well, and it's very interesting because uh, the next episode in the series actually has a test of the Golf R, so I'm looking oh, forward funny. to it. <laughs> <laughs> because when you go on Wikipedia, there's actually descriptions of the uh, of the episodes, of the one that we never got. The one so. we never got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so for those of you who are jonesing for Top Gear, uh, keep an eye out on your wherever you get your Top Gear fix on possible the last episode being released later on there. 
I actually, I honestly, I know we talked about this before, but I honestly hope those guys just like Netflix just calls them and say, "Fellas, we got a home for you." Come. Oh, seriously? Yeah, they've they've got to you be getting approached be, by um, everybody. In the we will world. hire a guy that all he does is fall around and let Jeremy Clarkson punch him in the face. Done, <laughs> 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 done. Give Jeremy all the cigarettes and wine that he needs, and just say, "Come to Netflix." Please. <sighs> I just the one your the- show. We won't make you bleep out cuss words and we'll get all the music licenses for you come to top come to netflix right yeah and do whatever you want yeah, yeah there would i wonder if they'd be able to uh you know this is such an opportunity for them because i do believe the three of them if they're smart will continue working together because they're they're such a a, a powerhouse uh, of a you know they are the core of what makes top gear work and if you don't yeah. believe that go watch top gear america um exactly and, you know, I can't and, believe and that's, that's not is me that still saying on? That that's a bad show. It's it's just me saying that it they you cannot just recreate Top Gear with three other people like those three guys together, and the it's it, with the producer out of there now. I'm sure he'll probably join up with them again too. Like that creative brain trust, aside from their like on camera capability, like those guys are all writers. Those guys are all contributing to what Top Gear is it's the interesting opportunity here is now okay you're going to start top gear over from scratch what do you do and what's what's the next show that they create because if they're smart it will not just be you know starring a reasonably priced car and the stig and the same old thing that they've been doing it will be aspects of that and elements of that and then something else maybe aspects or elements of the live show maybe so right i don't know yeah, it's it's such a great opportunity. It's like so, one of the things, you know, if you talk about BBC, one of the things that makes Doctor Who a great show is that every once in a while they get a new guy and then they also have somebody else run the show for a while and they bring in a new crew of writers. Like change is good, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know, we'll see. I'm I I just I just want somebody just to say just to back up a dump truck full of money to those guys say, "Look, <laughs> come to here." Come to Netflix. Come to Amazon. Come to HBO. HBO would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah, and plus, like come to Netflix and HBO are on fire cool. these days. You would, you would have Top Gear with titties. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's a show title. Yeah, All right, show title. <laughs> there, there's your episode name right there. Yeah, no, Top Gear with titties. <laughs> Top Gear with titties. Is our show title, but I like it. It's in the rundown. It's in the. It's in the. It's in the possible. In there, yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe Alex just typed that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. It's an awesome show title. But you know, and especially with HBO doing the HBO now, and which we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about this, but I mean. There's there, that could be a real thing. It doesn't matter who, just as long as somebody backs that dump truck full of money up yeah. to those guys and right. say, look, right. what's it going to take for you to come make an automotive type show with you three starring and you, Andy, producing, directing right. on our network? Well, and here's the thing is that you in the grand scheme of time, going to love it and you can make it. In the grand scheme of television, Top Gear is a cheap show to make. Right. Like yeah, that's, I mean, compared to the, uh, Game I, of Thrones of the Whale and all that, yeah. yeah. Right, I guarantee you. Like, I mean, the only reason that there is a version of Top Gear on the History Channel is because it's cheap to make. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, compared to any show on HBO or 
Um, oh, it, yeah, anything scripted. Or the net, yeah. yeah, the Netflix series like Daredevil or uh, House of Cards or yeah, yeah, they could yeah, would just you know, those are expensive to make. Top Gear, eh, I don't think so. I'm, yeah, I think no, the no. most the biggest expense would probably be uh, Jeremy, uh, Richard, and 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 James because like yeah. the manufacturers are basically throwing cars at them, except Tesla, obviously. But all the other <laughs> manufacturers are throwing car, throwing cars at them to to test. So uh, Chrysler, yeah. Chrysler does throw cars at them. Remember, you yeah. remember the the USA special where uh, yeah, yes, yes. And, uh, Richard actually had to go and buy a Charger or a Challenger. Yeah, but you know, thir- what is that car? Thirty grand all decked out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty grand is nothing to a hour long scripted television show. Yeah, exactly. That's- that's 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 not even going to cover craft service for for an episode. <laughs> that's not even going to cover booze. Let's petition. I say we petition HBO, and then the second uh, second of all, we petition Netflix to make those three those guys work together and make a show. Who's what, all those in favor? I'm in. There we go. Yep. Second the motion. Those opposed? Motion has been passed. <laughs> Just don't go on Amazon. I don't like Amazon Prime. I like Amazon. They could go on Amazon, but I don't think it would be that good. I don't think Amazon. Yeah. I don't think Amazon cares that much. This one, people, this one, eyeballs. That's why yeah. Netflix, because Netflix has the creative vision to actually say, yes, this is the next yeah. thing. And they've also got some Emmys. And they've got some Emmys. And HBO does as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, hey, we've got this thing. We've got a new thing. We've got a larger audience, blah, blah, blah. Or maybe not quite, but they're working towards it. You know, and you can show titties. So, hey. <laughs> Jeremy, really all about it. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff coming to HBO uh, this summer. Yeah, by the way, that's uh, that's for the future episode of the Shuttlecast. Stay tuned. Um, I don't have anything else. I think we're done, though, fellas. I believe so. Yes. Nathaniel, do you have anything else you'd like to toss in the ring since you haven't been on so long? Oh man, so much oh. that I've been up to. Uh, aerial aerial photography is awesome. I'll say that I've, that'd be a good <laughs> episode of the Shuttlecast. Yeah, I've been seeing your um, your videos from the. Uh, from your uh, drone yes. stuff. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the word drone. Too much baggage. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I have a flying camera. You have that there seems you go. awesome. That's way more awesome. Um, but I guess we're done then for now. Yep, yep, we are done for the evening. Thanks again, guys, for stopping by. I appreciate it. Um, it's truly awesome of you, especially for those of you who stopped by to listen to the live show. It did cut off after an hour again this week. Um, that's going to happen for another week or two before we actually are able to broadcast the full length of the show. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be happening here really soon. We're still kind of in test mode. We've got some changes coming to the website as well. You guys are going to want to watch out for um, all these really cool things, all made possible by the fine patron Patreon supporters over at patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. And if you want to help support the show, you can do that there as well. Patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. We really appreciate that. Makes us better, stronger, faster. You know, all the things. But um, yeah, we're done. So until next week, gang, this is part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, you can go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. A bientôt. Good night.